0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. The title of today's episode is, What Lies Have You Accepted as Truth? Now, I believe that we all have an internal narrative that drives our decisions, our moods, how we respond to things. It's this belief system, this narrative that governs a lot of our thoughts and decisions. And there may be some overlap with our Christian belief system. So maybe something that has to do with right and wrong, some type of moral code, doing the right thing by people, treating people the way you want to be treated. I'm sure there are some overlaps between your internal narrative and Christian principles. But I believe there's going to come a time when that internal narrative is going to directly conflict with the season that God has you in. On the last bonus episode, we talked about expanding your window of tolerance and I defined it, talked about what hyperarousal and hypoarousal is, and talked about some external things that you can do to expand your window of tolerance, that optimal zone. Well, there are some internal things that I believe that we all need to do in order for us to fully live in the dimension that God has for us. Now, I was having a conversation recently and I was just saying how frustrated I am with myself where I was like, oh, I'm just so impossible. And my fellow achievers, tell me if y'all can identify with this. I hold myself to a ridiculous standard of perfection. Now, of course, perfection just simply doesn't exist. So the way that I've historically operated is that I'm constantly striving towards a goalpost that's always moving. And even when I do have a certain level of accomplishment, I don't allow myself to sit in that moment. I just move on to the next thing. So it's just this constant cycle of achievement, accomplishment, grind, achievement, accomplishment, grind. And it's just over and over and over of just moving on to the next thing. And on one end, it's not like those of us who deal with this, it's not like we're ungrateful because we are grateful for what God has blessed us with, with the things that he's done through us. But we don't give ourselves permission to truly sit in the depth of those emotions. We live in our head and rarely do we come down to be able to truly sit and be like, you know what? I did that. Instead, when we are, when we do come down and start paying attention to what's going on, we can be hypercritical. Like, oh yeah, that was good, but you should have did this, or you should have done that. And it's ridiculous. It's not kind. It's exhausting. And it just leaves you with a ne- a feeling where you're never satisfied. So I was talking to my therapist about this because she deals with a lot of high achieving women. And we were, of course, still talking about or dealing with the window of tolerance. And of course, it's my goal to expand and and spend the majority of my time within that window. But this inner narrative is one that takes me outside of it. And it's a way that I've always been, but a way that I'm really fighting to break out of. Remember, we talking, we've talking? we talked about uh, the battle for new territory. So this is where the battleground is taking place. This internal narrative, this lies versus truth, this is a very pivotal battle for me and for you to break into new territory. This battlefield of the mind, this battlefield of belief systems, is going to make or break you entering into the new level that God has for you. So when I took a step back and I started to challenge my thoughts, I started to think about what I was thinking about, what I realized is I have this internal narrative that's twofold, this aspect of who I am that has two parts. The first part is the one that I discussed where I'm impossible. I'm constantly, I might just never be satisfied with anything I've accomplished. In a way, it's self-deprecating. It has this mantra of, no, you're failing. You need to do better. You need to achieve more. You're never good enough. It's this internal bully, for lack of a better word. And then on the other hand, this bully has been able to produce great amounts of success. So she has her place because while she's a bully, she's also a friend. It's like a frenemy situation. But the reality is both sides are part of who I am. But this new level of glory, remember when we go from glory to glory, we're just becoming more like Christ, is requiring me to be less like my old self and more like the new creature that I am. And so now here we are in a battle. So now here you are in a battle. Life, your past relationships, your history, whatever the story is for you has contributed to who you are today. And again, like I said in the beginning, I believe we all have an inner narrative that drives our decisions, our mood, our morale that are the foundations or contributors to our belief system. We all have it. And sometimes it's overlapped with biblical values, and other times it's not. Other times it becomes the perfect hiding place for the enemy to disguise himself as your inner thoughts, as your belief system, as your character, as your opinion. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite, Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the growth, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind, flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com blessed. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy, my throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed, as your personality. It provides the perfect hiding space for him to keep us stuck, for him to keep us uh, living less than what God has for us, for him to um, get us in a place where we're trying to fit new wine and old wine skins. Remember we talked about that a few weeks ago? It's the perfect hiding space for him to essentially use us. He's the puppet master using us to destroy ourselves. So as I was talking through some of my frustration, I decided to just name this element of my personality. I called her Slim. I'm from the DC area. Everybody's slim. Okay. It's just a noun where the male, female, whatever, slim. So I'm naming this aspect of my personality slim because what God is showing me that while slim has been useful up until this point, she's now an enemy to this new level of glory. So now I have to recognize that the narrative that is that plays in my head, while it served me in the past, it has to be minimized and I need to exchange that truth for his truth. We all have become who we become for a reason. I said, whatever your story is, it's contributed to who you are. But there's going to come a point in time where you're going to have to turn in Crucify your reality so that you can take on God reality. There's always going to be a battle of truth versus truth, reality versus reality, what's real to you versus what's real to God. So your reality may be, I'm in the hospital, I'm sick, they've diagnosed me with this type of disease, but his reality is that you are healed. Your reality may say, it's a it's a recession. Uh, Inflation is doing what it does. I'm I'm unable to afford groceries. I'm in financial lack. But his reality says that he will supply all your needs, that he will provide for you. He's the God who provides. Your reality may be, I'm by myself. I'm alone. Nobody is here for me. I'm, I'm doing this by myself because you've always had to. But his reality is he is El Roy, the God who sees. Your reality may be anxiety and stress and operating it with a level of just being on the edge on a day-to-day, but his reality is that he is the Prince of Peace. So at some point, we gotta throw away our truth to truly accept his. So I have to throw away my truth Of you don't got time to celebrate, you gotta go on to the next thing because it's always been what I had to do. But in the battle for this new level of glory, for this new pace, for this new wine skin that God has for me, that is simply not my truth anymore. My truth is that I don't have to move on to anything. I'm walking by the pace of grace. I don't have to try to strive or accomplish anything because I commit my plans to the Lord and He makes them succeed. I don't have to worry about where success is going to come from or the things that I need and business is going to come from because I seek ye first the kingdom of God. So all things are going to be added unto me. What lies have you accepted as truth? I believe that this inner narrative, if it does not go unchecked, it will one but first become your truth. And if you still don't check it at that point, it'll become louder than God's truth. And that's a dangerous place to be. And that's when it becomes a stronghold. So I really want to challenge you today. I'm going to get to in another episode, like some practical things. But right now, I just want to introduce this concept that this internal narrative that is driving you on a day to day, I want to pose the question, is it possible that that narrative is conflicting with God's truth? Is there a thought process that you've accepted as normal that's simply not healthy? I'm asking you the question, but this is what I want you to think about. When you go into your prayer time, when you go into your quiet time, say, God, show me what I've adopted into my belief system that is not consistent with your truth. Your word, your wisdom. One of my favorite scriptures in Romans is Romans 12 and 2. It says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know what's God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Another scripture in Romans that I love is actually Romans 8 and 5. It says that those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. So there's always going to be a conflict and a decision that we have to make of what and who are we going to follow? Are we going to follow the world's way? Are we going to follow our flesh, which is where our belief system and these narratives reside? Are we going to follow that or are we going to crucify that so that we can come into agreement with God's truth and allow that to be what our mood, our decisions, our lifestyle is based upon? So I'm going to actually put a pin in it here because I want you to really think about that and ponder on that over the next week or so. And we'll pick back up with maybe something a bit more practical in a later episode, but I'm going to stop it here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. Tag me if you post the show at Tatum Tamiya. Tell me what your thoughts are, your feedback, your reflections from listening today. Again, at Tatum Mia, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A on Instagram. And that's it. I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon.